I don't believe that we should ever have a good memory again before we take the thing almost an end of government. Today is November 7th, 2022. Welcome to Simply Bitcoin Live. You're your number one source for the peaceful Bitcoin revolution. We cover breaking news, culture, mematic warfare. We will be your guide through the separation of money and state. Speaking about the separation of money and state, huge news from Lebanon. And it's what we've been, what we've been saying, this message that we've been saying for you guys for a minute. The number one incentive for, for Bitcoin adoption is people adopting Bitcoin out of necessity versus how it is in most developed, most developed countries, people adopt Bitcoin for more speculative reasons. And that's exactly what we're seeing in Lebanon. The, their financial system, their fiat currency has collapsed. People lost their savings, all their life savings, snap of a finger. And now people are seeking alternatives because it's a matter of life and death. It's a matter of whether I will be able to put food on the table or whether I will not be able to put food on the table. That's where it's at right now. And this, and the way that they look at it, right? And Venezuelans look at it very similarly, Argentinians. And in fact, any person that lives in a country that has crazy inflation rates, in my opinion, that's the way, that's the right way you should be looking at it because your stable fiat currency is providing is giving you a false sense of safety it is still stealing from you even if we bring it back down to that magical two percent number it's still two percent theft right and that and people got to wake up to that and unfortunately way that people wake up the most is if their local fiat currency fails in the first place now the bright side of this is do I think people in Lebanon are ever going to go trust their government with their with money? I don't think so. I don't think I think that once you open that door, non-government peer to peer cap supply uh, censorship resistant, I think it's going to be very hard to convince the Lebanese people to go back to where they started, specifically the younger generation that has spent less time in the fiat matrix. Also, we have a very special guest, Christian from Brains, and Opti is going to dedicate the culture segment to that. Yes, sir. Well, uh, yeah. You did the intro for me, bro. So we are talking all things Brains today in the culture, guys. I think you guys are going to love this one. 100%. Before we start the show, guys, I want to present our guest, Christian from Brains. How you doing, Christian? Cheers, guys. Uh, big pleasure to be on this show and uh, meeting you at last. Um, very happy to tell you more about brains and uh, pitch in about some of the topics that you'll discuss because, hey, I'm sitting in the middle of Europe uh, in developed country, you know, Prague, it's super nice here. We're thinking, oh, we're so far, we're so advanced. Our money is going to shit too, by the way. We have like 19% inflation and just a few months ago, we're at six and my mom was like, it, it's going to end, you know, it's like, no, do you know how many, how much they print it? Um, and we're just starting, so it's not just about Lebanon. It's uh, it's happening everywhere. So super happy to be here and pitch in. Happy to have you guys. Brains is really interesting. They it more on the minor front. We're gonna get to that. Basically, if you're not running 
brains firmware if you're still relying on that factory firmware uh let's just say that's not a good idea you gotta you, you gotta get onto brains and of course we're gonna talk about other things as well really pumped for this show like opti said earlier guys we are traveling to los angeles this week so this is the only show we're going to doing we're going to be doing until thursday on thursday we're going to be doing a live simply bitcoin show from the pacific bitcoin swan dome live in los angeles california it's going to be hyped but unfortunately because of all the traveling opti has to go back home today i don't leave until tomorrow it's going to be incredibly difficult to do a live show but the good news if you still want your simply bitcoin fix you could tune in every single morning to simply bitcoin's wake up call hosted by our own rustin and he he drops the sauce every single day get all the bitcoin signal in 10 minutes or less definitely check it out but anyways let's start the show let's do this the bitcoin numbers brought to you by noddle at this point you should be running your own bitcoin node if you don't use your own bitcoin node you're trusting someone else's run your own version of bitcoin core the lightning network whirlpool and dojo all from the comfort of your own home and if you're a digital nomad, you have absolutely no excuse because now you can run a Noddle through a virtual private server. Visit noddle.eu today. All right, everybody. The Bitcoin price at the time of recording is 20,715 sats per dollar. We're at 4,827. Block height, 762,152. Reachable Bitcoin nodes are at 15,794. Blocks to the halving, 77,848. Having estimate April 22nd, 2024, total Lightning Network capacity is at 5,185. Capacity value, again, over 99 million. It's, it's a good thing to see that, bro. Finally, finally. We're sitting pretty at 107 million US dollars. I hope that number continues to go up. Realize monetary inflation, we're sitting at 1.77% continuing to take fiat currencies to absolute school and of course that realized monetary inflation bitcoins is going to continue to get lower especially when the halvings kicked in uh kick in market capitalization we're sitting at 397 billion us dollars in the grand scheme of things in the grand scheme of the world's wealth bitcoin is still a tiny little baby anyway so there's definitely a lot more a lot a lot more uh, room to grow is what I'm trying to say. Anyways, we have uh, Mackenzie Sigalos. I hope I pronounced her her last name correctly. She is a CNNBC reporter, and she's been covering. She she says in her bio, she says she covers tech, but she's been one of the best reporters for CNNBC covering a lot of the events that are going on with Bitcoin worldwide, right? She covered how, you know, people in Afghanistan were using Bitcoin after Afghanistan was uh, cut off from the global financial system after the United States pulled out. Um, and now we had a very interesting story drop over the weekend, and perhaps it was late last week, where Lebanese people find themselves in dire straits. Their fiat currencies have collapsed and people are looking for alternatives. But before I play that video, I also combined this video. I made a montage with this reporter called Joanne Reed. She's very, she's very famous. She's very predominant in the United States. And she, again, we are not, we are apolitical on simply Bitcoin. We don't take political sides. We stand for freedom. We stand for personal sovereignty, right? We, we, we stand for people taking personal responsibility, but we don't 
side with any particular political party. Um, that being said, we also had Joanne Reed basically getting mad at Republicans because Republicans were somehow teaching people about the concept of inflation. And I think that's so evil, right? It's like, no, you peasant, you're, you're not allowed to know what inflation is. Now, the reason I combine that with the Mackenzie Segalos clip is because there's a starking difference. It's like, look, if the inflation rate is 8%, okay, fine, people, you can get by with people not knowing about inflation, but if you know, you're in Lebanon and your inflation rate is 95%. If you are not aware about what inflation is and how you could protect yourself from inflation, you will not be able to put food on the table. So it's a, it's a stark contrast. And again, it, it, I, I thought these reporters, I thought their, their job was to report what is going on. I thought that's their whole purpose. And now them saying, you, you know, we shouldn't, people shouldn't know about it. That, that doesn't sound like they're reporting. That sounds like they're, they're status propaganda. That, that's what it sounds like to me. It doesn't sound like they're, they're, they're journalists, right? Journalists are supposed to tell you like, look, here's the inflation rate. This is how much your savings, your, your money, this is how much your salary is going down compared to last year. But no, she's taking a political angle, getting upset at the opposing political party because they're pointing out the obvious. And again, both political parties in the United States are guilty of this because they both do the same thing when they're in power. They print more money, right? Anyways, uh, I'm going to shut up now. Let's check out the clip. Let's do it. Decades of war and bad spending decisions by the government, Lebanon's economy is in ruin. I'm speaking to people who have had their life savings wiped out. There are fuel shortages and power cuts, a local currency that's lost 95% of its value, and crucially, money trapped in the bank. People are literally robbing banks at gunpoint to demand access to their own cash. And because of this, a sort of shadow crypto economy has emerged. So we're talking about locals mining for Bitcoin, Dogecoin, and Litecoin to earn money because they can't find work. Others are getting paid in Bitcoin by finding freelance gigs on Reddit. The only people I ever heard here use the word inflation are journalists um, and economists, right? So that is not part of the normal lexicon of the way people talk. So it's interesting that Republicans are doing something they don't normally do, right? Which is not use the, com the common tongue, right? Not use just common English to sort of use do on their campaigns like they're doing with crime. But what they've done is they've taught people the word inflation, right? Yeah. Most people who would have never used that word ever in their lives are using it now because they've been taught it, including on TV, including in newspapers. They've been taught this word, and they, they sort of wrap this word around whatever it is that they really want to vote, the, the, you know, the reasons they really want to vote. Well, I, I'm pretty confident the people of Lebanon know exactly what inflation is. Um, it, that's evil. It's diabolical. Um, it, it, it's just caring about, you know, it's taking a hyper political stance and extreme political partisans, partisanship. It, and, and I think it's absolutely disgusting. You know, it, it's like, yes, people should be aware, even, you know, the average Joe should be aware what inflation is, especially if the inflation rate is 10%. In fact, the inflation rate affects the average Joe. It affects the lower and middle classes more because they don't have the means to save in assets. Therefore, their wealth does not benefit from asset inflation. It's only the wealthy that could protect themselves because they do have the means to invest, right? So absolutely disgusting wording from her, man. That, that, I saw that and I was disgusted. You, you're a peasant. You don't deserve to know about inflation. In fact, 
You're too dumb to understand what inflation means, man. How, how dare you they teach you what inflation means? And then compare that, the strike contrast with Lebanon, right? It's like in people in Lebanon, man, now they don't, ha- they don't, they don't have an alternative, now it's not about, oh, you know, who do we get in power? Now it's about how do we put food on the table? And of course, like always, Bitcoin is the only thing that's coming through. I know they mentioned shit coins, but guys, like we've mentioned many times, shit coins provide a false sense of financial sovereignty. You're dependent on a group of developers. You're dependent on a centralized entity, right? We believe as Bitcoiners, it's rules without rulers. Don't depend on anyone. Trust, minimize your money. And I think the world would be a much better place if enough people did just that. Anyways, Opti, what are your thoughts? And then we'll move on to uh, Christian. Well, that Joanne clip is absolute insanity. I, me and Nico, when we saw this clip, like we, we were completely appalled. I, I believe that this was the case that the that they were taking this hyper political view that they were literally saying to your face you are too dumb to understand what inflation was and you shouldn't understand what inflation was is because we know fundamentally the problem they do not want the average person to know that fiat currencies are robbing them they do not want the average person to know that the the government's creation of money is the cause of inflation so that they can continue to print money and this is just next level gaslighting i it's it's absolutely insane that this is where the legacy media has taken the narrative you know legacy media gets paid to lie you can't convince me otherwise this they they're bought and sold to push the party line to push the the you know the quote unquote elite's uh, status quo to use Naim Bukele's own words the elite's Kool-Aid man the elite's Kool-Aid insanity and we know this game but it, apparently if they're still doing this type of messaging then there has to be people out there that still don't know that the that the jig is up like lebanon loves bitcoin because they know what it means to hold bad money and and it's further f- testament to the idea of third world countries will adopt bitcoin faster than western first world countries because Westerners have that financial privilege and and they don't understand how this game is actually played out. Inflation is robbing you guys point blank and we are being forced to use the money that robs us. Amen to that. Christian, you want to hit it, bro. What are your thoughts? Uh, first thought is I have no idea how your political system works. There, Republicans, Democrats. I just it's know all, it's all the, it's all the yeah, same. Yeah, exactly. Thing. That's my point. It's like <laughs> I don't want to know. I don't want to know because uh, hey, they would be arguing about something else if they didn't have this this topic or or you know um, it doesn't matter. Um, the the sad thing is, as you said, uh, inflation is the it is robbing the average Joe like that. It's not robbing the rich. It, it, it's how it is. Uh, the the sad thing, a little bit, is um, that f- because of the crazy inflation going on right now, more and more people understand it. So on one hand, it's terrible because our money is getting decimated but on the other hand really more and more people start to understand it i see it here as, as i said i'm in developed country in prague sitting in the middle of european union i'm we're living well off here but we're hitting 80 90 inflation and and the discussions in the just past six months i had about inflation with absolute every joe is like it does put smile on my face but it's it's like a bittersweet because it is because, you know, everybody's getting fucked and you told them like years in a row about Bitcoin and they just, just after it's all almost already late, they're just coming into it. So on one hand, 
um, it super sucks, but on the other, it will produce way more Bitcoiners that we could have imagined. Kind of, it's like a, it's the biggest marketing strategy for the best money ever invented. So it's bittersweet. It's bittersweet moment. And and Lebanese people, it, it, I cannot imagine. Like we're we're we are hitting 19 here, and it's getting bad. Like we had um protests on the main square in the city center of Prague like twice with I don't know 100,000 people and we're just 19 in developed countries so I cannot imagine was like 100% or 200% inflation that's crazy um but I think we're just starting we're like where are we heading it's not going to be better and it doesn't matter if you're in a developed country as I said here in Europe or somewhere in the middle of Africa or or other developing countries it's just protect yourself like opt out and now is the time to listen to your friends those crazy friends that were t- telling you about bitcoin for years and years um because just look at your savings ex- account uh doesn't matter if you have 10 percent inflation as in the us or or 19 in the middle of european union it's just tell me why you believe it's gonna get better because whatever politician you like um, he's probably lying also. So just don't trust anybody. That's the point of Bitcoin. Opt out. Um, don't trust. 100%. I, I, I agree with you. I think you hit the nail on the head, right? It's it's going to keep happening. And you, you buried the, the lead there a little bit, right? What you said, it's like, look, we've been telling people about Bitcoin for so long. And it's what we've always said, guys. If you live in a country that has financial privilege where your currency isn't stealing from you enough for you to realize most people see uh, Bitcoin as a speculative asset. Most people see Bitcoin as a discomfort. You know, it's only until the reality hits you and you and your government rug pulls you because they print too much money to fund themselves that you wake up to the reality. Hey, maybe a non-government money that has rules without rulers, peer to peer, censorship resistant, maybe that's a good alternative and i think that's exactly what you're seeing in lebanon today and we're gonna get we're gonna we're gonna dig a little bit deeper into it let's get to the news let's do it the daily news brought to you by bitbox 2 bitcoin only edition a hardware wallet by shift crypto crypto like cryptography it's secure it's open source and it's so easy your mom can set it up self-custody is the revolution and the bitbox makes it simple do not leave your Bitcoin on an exchange. Order a BitBox today. All right, everybody. So check this out. All amazing article. And it really explains what the situation on the ground is over there. Shout out to the, the author, Mackenzie Sigalos. Name of the article for our audio listeners. And bankrupt Lebanon locals mine Bitcoin and buy groceries with Tether as $1 is now worth 15 cents. Talk about absolutely wrecked. Anyways, uh, she brings up the example of a very specific individual, but I think it does a really great job at explaining what the situation on the ground is. So anyways, she starts the article with, when Giorgio Abu Gabriel first heard about Bitcoin in 2016, it sounded like a scam. But by 2019, as Lebanon plunged into a financial crisis following decades of expensive wars and bad spend decisions, a decentralized and borderless digital currency operating outside the reach of bankers and politicians sounded a lot like salvation. In the spring of 20 of 2020, Gabriel said the banks were closed and locals were barred from withdrawing money from their from their accounts. That's right, guys. If you're not holding your own money, if you're not holding your own private keys, it ain't your money. When you have to ask somebody else for permission to use your money, it ain't your money. And unfortunately, the people of Lebanon are learning this lesson that 
for decades, this lesson have, has been learned over and over again. In the United States, it happened in the 1930s, the bank runs. Same thing. Don't trust someone else holding your future. Don't trust someone else holding your wealth. Specifically, if you live in a very, in, 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 you know, in a developing country, man, this is, this is very scary, but it's history repeating itself. Now we have a good alternative, a good solution, right? Gold is too heavy. Gold is hard to transport, especially if you have a good amount, if you, if you have a big amount, right? Now you can memorize and store millions, billions, if not trillions of dollars in your mind by memorizing a 12 word seed phrase, even though we don't recommend that, put it in steel, Write, write down that seed phrase. But if you're in a pickle, you could still do it. Anyways, receiving cash via international wire transfer wasn't a great option either. Since these services would take U.S. dollars from the sender and give Lebanese pounds to the recipient as a, at a much lower rate than market value, according to the 27-year-old. That's right. If, you, if, you're, if your family members wanted to send you dollars from overseas to try to help you, the receiving bank would steal the dollars... And they would hand you a shit coin. The dollar is a shit coin, but it's less of a shit coin than the Lebanese fiat currency. What, what, what solution do you have to that? It's all based on coercion. It's all based on theft. The entire system. You save, steal from you. People try to send you a better alternative. They steal from you. Ridiculous. I would lose around half of the value, explained Gabriel, of the experience. That's why I was looking at Bitcoin. It was a good way to get money from abroad. Gabriel discovered a subreddit dedicated to connecting freelancers with employers willing to pay in Bitcoin. Today, half of Gabriel's income is from freelance work, 90% of which is paid in Bitcoin. The other half comes from a U.S.-denominated salary paid by his new architecture firm. Beyond being a convenient way to earn a living, Bitcoin has also become his bank. When I get paid for my architecture job, I withdraw all my money, continued Gabriel. He then uses that cash to buy small amounts of Bitcoin every Saturday. The rest he keeps as spending money for daily needs and home renovations. Gabriel Gabriel isn't alone in seeking alternative ways to earn, save, and spend money in a country whose banking system is fundamentally broken after decades of mismanagement. The local currency has lost more than 95% of its value since August 2019. The minimum wage has effectively plummeted from $450 to $17 a month. Pensions are virtually worthless. Lebanon's full-digit inflation rate is expected to be second only to Sudan this year, and bank account balances are just numbers on paper. Not everyone believes that banks are bankrupt, but the reality is that they are. Um, the situation hasn't really changed since 2019. Banks limited withdrawals and deposits became IOUs. You could have taken out your money with a 15% haircut, then 35. Today, we're at 85, uh, Hindi, who was born and raised in Lebanon before leaving at age 19. Still, people look at their bank statements and believe that they're going to be made whole at some point. It's so sad. Losing nearly all their savings and pensions, Gabriel's parents, both of whom are career government employees, are holding out hope that the existing financial system will right-size at some point. In the meantime, Gabriel's covering the difference. CNNBC spoke with multiple locals, many of whom consider cryptocurrencies as a lifeline for survival. Some are mining for digital tokens as their sole source of income will hunt for a job. Others arrange clandestine, mediums, uh, clandestine meetings via telegram to swap the stablecoin tether for U.S. dollars in order to buy groceries. Although the form that crypto adoption takes varies depending upon the person and the circumstances, nearly 
all these local crave the connection to money that actually makes sense. Very powerful line there. Quote, Bitcoin has really given us hope, Gabriel said. He doesn't say shit coins, by the way. <laughs> he says Bitcoin specifically. I was, born in, I was born in my village. I've lived here my whole life and Bitcoin has helped me stay here. Again, very, very, very powerful wording. And now I, I wanted to cover this, 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 first of all, this is tragic. This is a very tragic circumstance. Now the elites though, right? And Naim Bukele referenced these elites, right? Whether this is the United Nations, the IMF, the World Bank. Their solution is more central bank digital currencies. Here's the infamous United Nations reports. It says specifically, United Nations spells out actions to curb cryptocurrencies in developing countries. Some of their solutions is to regulate it, to tax it, to make it, uh, to make it hard to take self-custody of it. And their, uh, their final solution is we must push central bank digital currencies. The problem is that central bank digital, the problem for them, not for us, the, the problem with central bank digital currencies is that they will never be able to match Bitcoin's incentives. What are those? Governments will always want to be able to do two things. And they can't stop themselves from doing things. In fact, it came out, Bitcoin Magazine tweet earlier today, that the European Central Bank Digital Currency is going to have capital controls. They're only going to allow you to spend a certain amount. Governments were always going to want to censor, and they're always going to want to debase. And because they're always going to want to do those two things to protect themselves, to benefit themselves, Bitcoin's incentives will always win. Censorship resistant cap supply period full stop governments can't have it and at the end of the day to use naim bukele's own words that's why they're petrified of what's going on in el salvador that's why they're petrified that central african republic made bitcoin legal tender and many other countries will follow because of bitcoin's incentives and here is the case of nigeria and we actually covered nigeria um on on an episode last week right the name of the, the Bloomberg uh, uh, title that I think is very fitting, it says skeptical Nigerians aren't sold on Africa's first digital currency. I love you. See, you, you, you guys notice that that wording, the first digital currency wasn't Bitcoin. The first digital currency was the central bank digital currency. It ain't a digital currency if it's not a central bank digital currency. But here's the problem. A, a Nigerian central bank digital currency ain't going to fix that 20% Nigerian Naira inflation, is it? You know what is going to fix that inflation rate? Bitcoin. And that's why in the Future of Money report released by the White House, that's why in all these reports, they that's why the World Economic Forum, that's why the, the United Nations report, they always say we have to innovate the payment systems. We have to push forward the payment systems. We have to improve the digital payments, but they never mention, because if they, if they mention this, it's the tell, it's the giveaway, it's the final nail in the coffin. They never mention as to why people are seeking alternatives. And the reason why people are seeking alternatives in Lebanon is another example of that, is because people are sick and tired of being stolen from via currency debasement. And there's nothing they have to fix that because if they fix that, they could not pay for their own bureaucracies, their own survival.
This is what the revolution is all about. It's about taking back your power back. It's about saying no to theft. It's about saying enough is enough. I'm tired of being stolen from, and there's nothing you could do about it. Go pound sand. And over a long period of time, that's going to force them to change behaviors. Sovereign individual really, really cover the book. Sovereign individual really gets into the details of that or his theory of the case. Anyways, Christian, what are your thoughts on this? You were talking about the situation in Prague. You're talking about that 20, 20% inflation rate. Dude, it looks like history is repeating itself just in another country, but it's the same thing, man. It's fiat money, this fiat currency, this government money that's stealing from everybody. The politicians and the bankers are working together to protect themselves. The bank says, no, we can't give you access to that money. Oh, you could send us money in U.S. dollars. We'll take the U.S. dollars. We'll give you a shit coin in return. This is disgusting. This is tragic, man. What are your thoughts? Uh, just by the way, in Czech Republic, so in this land or in this city in the past hundred years, we had like four different government currencies, right? Three or four. So like it, it is very difficult to live just one generation to be old grandpa and have good one money. So it's changing a lot, even in developed countries in the middle of Europe. Um, by the way, about the Lebanon story, I didn't know we we're going to cover it, but we, we just tweeted about it just today. And our take on it was... Uh, home miners will, you know, will inherit the earth. It's super, super cool to see um, people think, or, or it's, it's, it's very often that we say as Bitcoiners, you know, uh, Bitcoin will save the world. It will fix it. But we say in the future, it's like we use future tense, but it's, it, it's not the case. It's already doing it. It's, you see the, the, the title in the Lebanese story was, People are mining at home. I know it's not thousands or 80% of, of people escaping the inflation, but the fact that some smart people uh, already know about that solution and use it to protect themselves and then, then tell their, their, their friends, that's super cool. And it's the same story. Uh, so we have a guy uh, working in our team. He's from Venezuela. And he was literally uh, three, four years ago, he was mining just to survive, to, to have food to eat, Literally, so it said my bit mining Bitcoin saved his life, and it's just repeating itself the story across the globe. Um, my point is, uh, just saying hi to our Artemis, uh, Bitcoin is already helping, it is already fixing the world, and I'm super happy, uh, super sad about Lebanese people. Like, well, what can I say? Um, we don't have 22 as you mentioned, but we have 18 percent, 19 percent, it already sucks. People are angry, uh, employ, um, unemployment rate might rise. Uh, we have people protesting and it's just 20, right? Just, of course, just um, with uh, air quotes. Um, so I'm super sad about uh, about those people, but we have uh, like the pill that takes you out of the matrix. That's the point. Like now we have the technology. Money is just technology and Bitcoin is just better, better money, better technology. Uh, so now it's super, super cool that we have it. So uh, all the props to and sending all my positive vibes to the Bitcoiners in Lebanon, because now it's their time to, you know, hustle as much and orange pull as many of the uh, of their friends as possible, because now now they need it more than ever. Um, so just fingers crossed for them, you know, a hundred percent. And like the it, do you, you there's something that you said that resonated with the part of the article 
And it, it, the part of the article that I'm referencing is it says, quote, although the form that crypto adoption takes varies depending upon the person, the circumstances, nearly all of these locals crave a connection to money that actually makes sense. Right. And this is where Bitcoin being better money. Right. And then fiat currencies exposing themselves for what they are. Ponzi's. Right. This is where Bitcoin really shines. And we had a very interesting comment that I actually wanted to read um, about the West. It says here, here we go. It, the comment is by Global Nonsense. It says slow adoption for Western countries will level the playing field for the developing countries. Poetic justice. And I think that's absolutely true. Anyways, Opti, what are your thoughts on all this, man? Well, first and foremost, shouts out to Gabriel for stacking sats to escape Lebanon's inflation. It, it's just, it's beautiful to see. And also, we connect that with that clip by Joanne, what's her last name, Reed, saying, you know, the average person doesn't know what inflation is. And it's, it's, it's so wrong that it's, it's ridiculous because you can't hide the stick of shock, as Nico's taught me a long time ago. People inherently know what it means means to feel and go through inflation and the gaslighting of that that clip it hits harder when you see this news segment but time self-custody is the revolution if you put your money in a bank it's not your money anymore i know you guys saw on twitter the the people from lebanon literally robbing their banks to get their money back like this is this is the end game of, of fiat money this is why we go so hard to tell you guys to eliminate the middlemen become your own bank again Spread that Bitcoin signal so people know the right tools. Self-custody is the revolution. Use Bitcoin wallets like Cold Card Moon Wallet, Sparrow Wallet, Bitcoin Core, Breeze, Pine, Phoenix, Zeus, if you're more. I know there's a lot of other good wallets out there, but, you know, use Node to verify your own transaction. Do not get ourselves back into this situation. Again, eliminate the banks by becoming your own bank, guys. Like, like that quote about banks being bankrupt, NBC article like so much sauce in there and it's not lebanon's bank like all banks are bankrupt at this point you guys are the collateral but, but you can't stop this the bitcoin revolution is going worldwide the signal can't be stopped bitcoin is a rev the individual and we keep referencing the, the the un article and every time nico brings it up i can't forget that at the very top it says prosperity for all bitcoin is the real prosperity for all we are bringing a money that is attached to reality because everything has been just, you know, completely destroyed from reality. There is no connection to reality and Bitcoin brings back that natural law so that we can actually build on something with foundation. And this is what the Bitcoin revolution is all about. Like these absolutely insane. And the gaslighting by, by the corporate media is, is, is absolutely disgusting. These people, I, I want to say they're naive, but it, it becomes clear and clear that they are just malicious. But hey, I, I'll take off my tinfoil hat and uh, it just shouts out to Gabriel and shouts out to the people in Lebanon that are escaping inflation and are able to save for their future by either point mining or just stacking sats. Like this is what it's all about, guys. Like the the you know, it, it just reminds me of Nain Bukele's article, you know, stop drinking the elites Kool-Aid. And, you know, the one of the one of the lines, you know, that he, he said at the end. Right. It, it, it's, it's an incredible article. I really recommend it. We've we've gone over it many times and we've referenced it on this show. They say they used to own everything and in a way they still do. The media, the banks, the NGOs, the international organizations and almost all the governments and corporations in the world. And with that, of course, they also own. 
the armies, the loans, the money supply, the credit ratings, narrative, the propaganda, the factories, the food supply. They control international trade and international law, but their most powerful weapon is the control of truth. And they're willing to fight, lie, smear, destroy, censor, confiscate, print, and do whatever it takes to maintain and increase their control over the truth and everything and everyone. And that's why this article by the United Nations titled, you know, uh, United Nations spells out curbs, uh, actions to curb cryptocurrencies in developing countries is so disgusting. They don't have an answer to inflation because the answer and solution to inflation would take power away from them. So the, does the United Nations really want prosperity for all? No. Prosperity for all as long as it's, we are in control, as long as we're in the driver's seat. And that's the beautiful thing about Bitcoin is that all it exposes people's incentives. And if you're a tyrant, oh, that is very bad. You want to know why Christine Lagarde and all the central bankers hate it so much? Because it, it just puts up a mirror and it exposes them for what they are. Frauds, Opti calls them parasites. I call them monetary demons, but that's really what they are. Anyways, Nope No Day says, if you're going to hide your dead body, Bury it in a dead, dead fiat. If you're going to hide your dead fiat, bury it in the debasement. That is freaking <laughs> hilarious. Oh, man. Oh, man. Thanks for that comment. Anyways, guys, let's talk about brains. Let's 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 find out more about it. Let's 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 check out the culture. Let's do this. The Daily Culture. Brought to you by SwanBitcoin.com. Swan is the best way to build your Bitcoin stack with automated Bitcoin savings plans and instant purchases, serving clients of any size from $10 to $10 million. We love Swan because they incentivize self-custody and dollar cost averaging. What are you waiting for? Visit SwanBitcoin.com today. All right, guys, I want to give a shout out to Pacific Bitcoin. It's going to be the largest Bitcoin conference on the West West Coast. It's coming up in two days, 20 hours and five minutes. Pacific Bitcoin, it's a two-day experience leading the way to a bright orange future. Speaker list includes Michael Saylor, Lynn Alden, Corey Clipston, Jeff Booth, Dylan LeClaire, Robert Breedlove, Pierre Richard, Mark Moss, Nico and Opti are going to be doing a live Simply Bitcoin show from the Pacific Bitcoin Swan Dome. You can take advantage of the promo code all caps simply to get a major discount to your pacific bitcoin tickets anyways opti take it away bro it's all you let's go guys so christian um of course there's new people out here that show up every single day so let's just start from the basics what is brains and what is your company about uh last note uh Pacific Bitcoin is absolutely great event. We really wanted to be there. Unfortunately, we have a uh, Bitman is putting up last minute event in Cancun, Mexico, and exactly in those dates. So unfortunately, we'll not see you there. Uh, but it was on our list for a long, long, long time to go to Pacific Bitcoin when they announced it. Um, so enjoy, guys. Enjoy. It's gonna be a great event. Uh, but if you're a miner, uh, see you in in Cancun, Mexico, uh, tomorrow and in two days. Um, Brains. Brains is a Bitcoin mining software company currently, I would say. Uh, so anything to do, so only Bitcoin and only Bitcoin, only Bitcoin mining and only software currently. And it's not, um, we're, we're mostly famous for the firmware, which is just, by the way, fancy word to say operating system for the, uh, for the ASICs, like for the mining machines, right? Uh, but it's an operating system, same as your phone has Android 
or or your laptop has a Mac OS or Windows or Linux. Uh, we do the same for the ASIC miners um, because we figured out the uh, the Channing stock thing is not that good. So let's you know let's do it better and let's fix it. But also our oldest product would be Brainspool, which is formerly known as Slashpool. Um, so it's the oldest mining pool um, since 2010. We we renamed for several. Um, uh, maybe I'm stuck somehow. I don't know how. Sorry. Is everything working, guys? You're good. Yeah, you're good. everything's working great. It's lagging. Anyway. Um, yeah. So so we had more and more um products coming out. So we just wanted to unify the branding. Um, so we have Brainspool. Um, formerly you know slash pool. Then on the other hand, on the other end of the spectrum, we have the operating system that that's running the ASICs, and then we try to put uh, as many useful apps in the middle. So think about um, things like Farm Proxy, which is a, just a fancy fancy name for a, like a app that unifies the um, hash rate of like a large farm and then sends it to the pool in a like a smarter way and then you can do like a farm management on top of it etc so basically we try to put as much of the mining software stack uh, on top of each other and just like a create value among those um, different products because you would be surprised but we're super early early in the industry people still think like oh my god Bitcoin is for twenty thousand dollars. It's you know more than ten years old, etc. It's like it's it's too late. It's already it's already done. It's already it's it's the end of the innovation uh, or the you know um of Bitcoin. But in the mining industry, it's super clear that we're so early in the game. Um, it's like a super wild west. Um, it's a uh, uh, no standardization. So many, so many rooms for optimizations and for for new products. It's it's quite unbelievable. But we're a little bit slower industry, or not slower. I would say um, the the thing is that uh, it's challenging, you know, to um, to survive the the bear markets and then to, even surviving the bull markets. It's like so many new machines, so many new demands, so many new requests. It's um, so it's tough. So. Um, I maybe got sidetracked. What's no, Prince man, is asking you, Kaboom you, Rex? You, you should know. You're just trying, <laughs> you Kaboom. <laughs> yeah, uh, shout out Tucson. Um, so g- going back to that, right? Because a lot of people don't understand, right? So you let's sure. say you buy an ant miner. I don't know if they still call it that, or you buy a wet's miner, right? And it comes. There you go. Um, oh, stealth edition. It, it doesn't look. It's not matte black in general. Very nice, very nice. Okay, so you buy, so you buy a Bitcoin miner, and it comes, and you know, you you install it, right? And it comes with a factory firmware, right? It comes with the firmware that's already, you know, pre-installed in the machine, right? So, why why are people going to go out of their way to install something? like the brains firmware what benefit what how does it benefit them i had this theory you know because i started mining 2016 i had this theory and right when you plug in an asic right for the first 30 seconds that thing spins up and it's going to the factory pool right and i was like how much free bitcoin is getting huge topic that was crazy (laughs) no no but now imagine a lot a lot like retail miners or people just starting uh they would have no idea it takes them it takes them quite some time to figure it out so 
but, but whatever you do, you just plug it in and then it starts mining to their own bitmain um bitmain pool with a bit bitmain asics we're wondering like how much money they made on that and it's so immoral i would say it's so so bad on so many levels and it's just and that's that's the that's the simplest thing about what, what they did wrong in the past like think about things like a asset boost um that it was literally so it's a feature in the in the firmware itself which basically uh, simplified make uh, lets you mine 13 13% more effectively uh, efficiently which is a lot of money 13% it's double digit percentage of more profitability and bitmain was literally explicitly saying it's not possible to run this feature because of the architecture limitations hardware architecture limitations and they're explicitly saying that so what we did, we're 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 saying, hey, 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 let us code a better firmware. We just don't believe this 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 nonsense. So we're digging in, and in in order to code our firmware, we had to reverse engineer a lot of their things, which is basically just playing around, you know, hacking it, um, um, seeing how it works. And we actually proven, we, we basically we found the feature in in their firmware. Uh, and we announced it like on the blog post, proving that it the the machines are physically capable of running the f- uh, the feature co- called ASIC Boost, um, and it's just a matter of uh, firmware and uh, enabling. So it's like a you need to code it. You just need a feature to check on the box. You know, uh, enable ASIC Boost. The next day, Bitmain releases update for all the. Uh, 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 miners uh, globally. So that 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 makes me question like. Are they really that dumb that, oh, they saw blog posts from Brains and they thought, oh, we really didn't know producing <laughs> these machines past the six six years and having like global billion dollar company. Oh, let, let us, by the way, code it in two minutes so that we can push it in a firmware update uh, to everybody around the world. Bull fucking shit. Um, the theory, of course, I don't have proof. It's just a theory. Uh, but that it was during the wars with Bitcoin Cash, uh, etc. So think about all the incentives. What could have been playing there? Like, um, you know, hey, buy my machines, mine on on my pool before Bitcoin Cash fork, and I'll give you this cool feature, which is by the way super secret, nobody knows about it, and you'll mine thirteen percent more efficiently. Um, we have That's no crazy. way to prove it, but just putting those small dots. Uh, it's such a small probability that it would be um, other story that uh, yeah. So I don't want to continue that. And and no, other things man. that there was the the back door they could plug yes. like turn off your machines remotely, which of course they called like security management feature something something. And we said just whatever you do, we don't do business like that. We say hey, not your firmware, not your miner. You have to be mm-hmm. fully in control. And nothing like, oh, there's a secret management feature, some guy in China designing on a red button, you know, that shouldn't be that way. So we said, no, let's it, fix it. it. It was, it was absolutely crazy, especially in the early days before you guys existed. It was just, it was so, so nuts. It's like, we didn't have, like, you knew they were doing, you knew they were doing this stuff. Um, also stealing some of your hash rate as well right it, there was no way to know but it was we every, everyone had suspicions but you couldn't confirm it 
And then, you know, is really when you updated, you know, you, you changed the firmware, you start to see, holy crap, where was this hash rate going? Yeah. Like my, my machine was capable of doing this in the first place. Yeah. What the hell is going on? You know, so for anyone who's getting into mining, I know we have a lot of people that, you know, are new into Bitcoin watching this show. If you if you buy, you know, what's miner, an ant miner, I don't know if they still call it the Bitmain miners. Um, don't keep the factory software. It cannot be trusted. <laughs> but, and it, I'm not just saying that lightly based on their previous actions, right? And what is Bitcoin? It's like, don't trust, verify, you know, trust, minimize. And I think that's where, where, where brains comes in, man. I think that's what you guys are, are great at. So what, what other things do you guys do at your company? Because you guys aren't just, you know, a, a firmware, a software, and operate a minor operating system company. I also know that you guys released a, um, and I was shown this at the mining conference, shout out Scott and Brad, um, you guys came out with a, with a manual or, and you had some memes at the end. Oh yeah. Um, uh, wait, so Bitcoin mining handbook, it's going to be this, this month for free to download on our website. Um, we're going to be selling those too, but I, I soon, you know, it's, it's, it's tough, but yeah, of course we're, we're like, we have to have a, uh, mining memes section. So the last part of the book is actually, uh, mining meme. Exactly what it says on uh, on the tin, right? So it's a it's a section, uh, the last chapter in the book uh, about mining memes. Um, we think it's a very important part of our uh, you know community. And I, I'm a marketing guy, so I run marketing at Brains. Uh, but I, I I think it's genius because it's like the you have the word for it, no, the edutainment or something like that. You get super, it cracks you up, but you actually learn something. So we have literally the Mm, just read it. Uh, just read it. I think uh, you have to laugh, and the, in order to laugh from the meme, you have to understand some simple truth behind the meme. So I think it's a big part, and it's one of the greatest tools for for Bitcoin mark uh, for Bitcoin marketing department in general. I would say so. We had to have a section on on Bitcoin mining. A hundred percent. Other things we do is the is the mining pool, the oldest mining pool. We mined over one point three million bitcoins on it so we'll be always first on that i guess uh the only re the only possibility of somebody taking over us is like we would have to unify all the hash rate currently that is and then mine for the next hundred years in order to overtake brains pool and that so that's pretty cool that it's just it, it's just cool i mean it's, it's <laughs> you know so it is pretty cool so let's talk about the you know the and this is a concern and specifically in the united states right uh, you have the U.S. Treasury being extremely hostile towards Bitcoin. The Cynthia Lummis's words, not mine. Um, you also have an increase in mining centralization in the United States, right? So, you know, where I, where I believe this is going, right, and just kind of connect the dots, everybody, use some common sense, right? Trish, U.S. Treasury sanctioned open source software for the first time, and that sanctioning led to Ethereum, now the majority of Ethereum validators are actively censoring for the Office of Foreign Asset Control, right? So Ethereum, the majority of Ethereum is actively censoring for the U.S. government. If we do want to separate money from state, obviously that can't happen. What I believe is the next step for the Treasury is to knock on the door of the large industrial miners, the large, you know, the Foundry USA, right? Huge portion of the hash rate and say, hey, 
you know, uh, you can only add, you know, whitelisted transactions into the blockchain. Of course, that's not going to censor Bitcoin. It, the, the worst thing that could happen is they could delay certain transactions, but it's not really full time censorship. But still, do we do we really want to get do we really want to allow it to get to that point? And it's something that we've been saying for a long time on this show. We must innovate faster than they can regulate, right? And this is where Stratum V2 comes in. From my understanding, the way that it's worked for a long time, Christian, is that it's the mining pool that gets to pick and choose, the mining pool that finds the block that gets to pick and choose what Bitcoin transactions are included in that block. What Stratum V2 is going to do is it's going to give the capacity, the ability for the individual miner that found the block the ability to pick and choose what transactions he wants to include in the block and what transactions he doesn't want to include in the block. And that further decentralizes the Bitcoin network, making it even harder for governments to co-opt and to try to control and to try to make like an extension of the existing censorship system that we have today. So I don't know if that was a good explanation, Christian, but uh, from from your from your perspective, what is Stratum V2? Why is it such a big deal? And I know that Brains has been one of the biggest proponents pushing that forward. So uh, many times when when we a mining is difficult in general, like a lot of Bitcoiners they just say, "Hey, this incentives are set correctly. Let me not worry about mining." It's really a lot of the cases, and you see it on the Bitcoin. Um, conferences like mining doesn't get the spotlight which is bad i say uh, so just to uh, explain to uh, to to people when we say mining protocol like stratum or stratum the new proposed uh, stratum v2 it's just a fancy word to say how the um, asic machine like the 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 mining hardware communicates with the pool so it's literally just a set of rules where where we define uh imagine i'm the asic machine right and i say hey paul nice to meet you i'm uh asic xy under the account xyz here is my work please accept it and give me my bitcoin and the pool says oh okay hey i know you you're you're mining on our pool i know your account i can verify you're doing the work here here's the sat so it's just it's just a fancy word to say how mining machine communicates with the pool that's the mining pooled mining protocol and it's very simple because the first stratum it was written in like 2012 it's like a such an old and by the way all the even the shit coins uh running proof of work they, they everything runs on the previous stratum standard but it's it's super old it's like it's it's literally just one machine mining today is like has higher hash rate power than the whole network in 2012 so it's it's like we we've grown exponentially it's it's crazy it's crazy big industry currently and like millions of machines running now so you need just a better standard like just more efficient set of rules how those two parties communicate so the, the just in um, in summary and by the way yeah brains so brains is uh, we are the authors of the new proposed stratum v2 and we collaborated uh, also with matt corello so we, we made the the new standard two years ago and by the way it's not a vaporware it's like nothing it's not something that will we'll just talking about something that will work in 10 years already so in our firmware it's implemented for the past two years and it's already running on our brains pool for the past two years so thousands of miners already use stratum v2 but the important thing to say is it's a large standard like there's a 
a lot of things what it can do because we're thinking like, hey, let's build a new standard for the next 20 years, right? So one of those things, for example, is the work selection, as you said. So giving, uh, enabling the feature that we can give the miners the right to create the blocks and then, you know, send them to the pools and um, so moving that power away from the pool but to the miners. But it's it's an additional feature. So here I want to say, so decentralization is not binary concept. It's not, it's decentralized or it's not. It's it's a large scale and multi-dimensional scale. Uh, so when we talk about decentralization, don't think about Stratum V2 as a silver bullet. It's just a, another way how to make everything a little bit better. It's But it's not like, oh, we'll adopt Stratum V2 and bang, we have like a Bitcoin 3.0. It's uh, that would be shady marketing, and just Ethereum does that. You know, we don't do that uh, here at Brands or in Bitcoin. So it is thing that will definitely help in a lot of the cases. And it, it it it's by the way fixing a lot of other issues. Like um, it's not just about the decentralization. It's uh, security. Like it is so easy. Like extremely easy to steal a hash rate in Stratum V1. It's as simple, and you don't know who's doing it because it can be your router. It can be uh, your ISP provider. You'll be surprised, but when we announced the Stratum V2 protocol in Kazakhstan on a mining conference, there was immediately a large miner from Ukraine, I think, coming to us. I'm like, oh my God, oh my God, I need this yesterday because Stratum V2 is encrypted, end-to-end encrypted. So there can be nobody in the middle just stealing your hash rate randomly, which is, by the way, the case now with Stratum V1. So it's a global standard that we can be stealing and you would have no idea if your ISP is still 0.01% of your hash rate. You, There's just no way to know. Um, and it gets solved by Stratum V2. So uh, there are a lot of things like this that uh, um, it f- fixes. Basically, uh, absolutely. Um, yeah, sorry. guys, download. You use the Brains firmware. Make sure that either the mining manufacturer, your ISP, isn't stealing your hash. Download Brains. Anyways, awesome, Christian. Really appreciated that, guys. Let's get to the meme review. Last, let's do it. Last, oh. last, last note. Brains. Uh, go ahead. Go ahead. It's go not ahead. like a Brains purple. I mean, we, we're because we know that Stratum V2 is like something that we'll need in like ten years. We. It, for example, it fixes the empty blocks. So we knew we'll need it as the whole industry will need it in like three halvings down the line, right? Uh, so we, we're just developing it for the future, but we, we didn't expect this huge support so early. So it's not going to be just brands. There are already company joining the initiative. So it is open standard and we, we, we're just the guys that wrote and thought about it and implemented first. But the point is, it's open standard and we should agree as the whole industry that we want to take it as a new standard and move forward. Um, so I'm inviting all the industry players to join and let's, let's talk about it. Um, yeah, absolutely, man. Uh, very, very bullish. And I, I love what you guys do. Definitely check it out, guys. Don't trust that factory firmware on that miner that you just bought. Anyways, let's, let's check out the meme review. Let's do it. The Daily Meme Review. Brought to you by Kaboom Racks. I get this question all the time. Nico, where should I buy Bitcoin miners? The answer is Kaboom Racks. It's the best place to buy Bitcoin miners. That's where you're going to find the best deals and the best prices. Start your mining utopia today. To check out their racks, you got to go to t.me slash Kaboom Racks. Join their Telegram group and start your mining journey today. Kaboom Racks. 
Racks. Anyways, I want to give a shout out to Narwell Tacos. Check this out. FYI, Kaboom Racks will pre-install Brains OS for you before they ship. Ooh. Ooh. Kaboom Racks. Kaboom Racks. <laughs> All right, guys. You already know. This is the meme review. And as Nico patented, he didn't patent it, but as he created the meme, tweets are the bullets of the artillery in this information war, guys. You are the frontline soldiers. Make sure you continue to propagate the memes. That's a copyright strike. I patented Oh, that. my God. <laughs> Make sure you continue to get calls of actions out there. And, of course, this is a meme review score. So once I get done with the memes, drop a meme review score in the chat. And we will read some. This first one, I, I'm sure you guys saw this, but the EU dropped uh, an addition or, or an asterisk to the infamous hosted wallets. Well, the EU, this is a meme of like the, the blonde lady yelling at the cat and he goes, you're not allowed to have a self-hosted address. And the cat goes, bacon, 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 go down. And you can see, if you know, you know, it's a, it's a, a metal seed phrase on with bacon. Bacon. As your wallet. All bacon. right, next one, Nico. Next bacon. one, Nico. Bacon, bacon. All right, this one, this one, I, uh, this one's close to my heart. Shouts out to Safety Namos, and he just tweets: "Status logic: Humans are greedy and evil. Therefore, we can't let them make choices for themselves. We must let other greedy and evil humans make choices for themselves." And it's a meme of uh, Ludwig von Mises, and he goes: "If one rejects laissez-faire on account of man's fallibility and moral weakness, one must, for the same reason, also reject every kind of government Ooh. action." Ooh. Sauce, complete sauce. This next one, shouts out to Maxi Club. I absolutely love the, what you do with these memes, bro. And he goes, 206, move to. And we got a couple. You know, we got a pink little blob and a green little Pepe blog frog or whatever they are. He's eating a pizza and he goes, the wife goes, hey, he's probably thinking about other women. And then the Bitcoiner goes, we should move to El Salvador so I can use the Lightning Network every day. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this next one, guys, you might not think this is a meme, but let me break this down for you. So we have Jack and someone, I think it was like Narwhal or Darth Coin in the Simply Bitcoin Telegram group that told me about this. But he goes, these tracking additions when sharing a tweet are a step backwards. Nothing needed after the question mark. And if you go to this next one, Nico, it, oh, actually p click on the photo and to all you Bitcoiners, you can see that there's some sauce in there. He's got a tweet by Hal Finney. And if you click on what that tweet is, go to the next one, Nico, the next tab open. What is the tweet that he has in there? It is running Bitcoin, Ooh. the legendary tweet by Hal Finn. Anyways, this next one, go to the next one, Nico. We got this is 21 JCLP and he goes, there is no second of best. And we got this buff chat Bitcoiner with laser eyes. And it goes, life advice from Sailor. One, focus your energy, guard your time, train your mind, train your body, think for yourself, curate your, curate your environment, keep your promises, stay cheerful and constructive, upgrade the world, and buy Bitcoin. Pure signal for life advice, guys. And this last one, shouts out to Hoddle Never Sado. We got tagged on this one right before the show. And it's, it's perfectly fitting for where we are right now in the market, guys. And he goes, I'm a Bitcoin chart guy now. Like and subscribe. And you can see this, uh, you know, bent, swirled palm tree. And it goes 2020 at the beginning, 2021 as it goes through the roller coaster. 2022 is the bottom. 2023, it's going to go pumpy the pump. And 2024, it goes absolutely nuclear as we go towards the moon. Anyways, guys, for my meme review score today, I got... 
this very nice coffee cup that I got my th- two double espressos and my my normal coffee this morning to get me jacked up for the show. Anyways, Nico, what's your meme review score? I'm going to give it this kaboom, Rex. Bomb. Kaboom, Rex. Kaboom, Rex. Anyways, uh, we got a question from Park. Park says, uh, says which mining pool should we be using? Christian, what mining pool should they be using? Uh, how, how does Marty say it? Brains, right? Brains. 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 By the way, it's the third name in a row. We used to be called Bitcoin.cz mining pool, then slash pool, and now brains pool. Brains. So it's the third name already. Well, think about the fourth one, of course. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, I'm the so one wh- to blame, by the way. Everybody was like, no, keep slash pool. So yeah, DM me if you want to like dive very <laughs> You're the one responsible yeah, for yeah, brains yeah, pool. Yeah, That's for, funny. Yeah, okay. So Christian, what would you, what score would you give those memes? Uh, I was thinking hard what to pick. I, I prepared like a weird, weird set of things here uh, to prepare. Music. So I, I, I'm Purple. going with this. So no. this is an actual, um, not Game Boy. What, what was it? Uh, now I don't Boy. remember. It's it's a Game Boy that actually mines Bitcoin. You just need external oh, Raspberry yeah. Pi oh. to have the. So and I would like to shout out for the first meme with the um, cats. So if any if you can prove that you created that meme with the self-hosted wallet, I will send it to you and with a oh, with a guide how dang. to set it up. It actually runs Bitcoin. Mines oh, Bitcoin. Oh man, that's right, guys. You see, if you created that meme with the cats, the brain, the the our friends over at Brains are gonna they just offer self-hosted wallet. It yeah, says yeah. Octopus Olaf. So if you are listening and you are the creator, original creator, the original creator, yeah. DM. Christian brains, brains. Yeah. and they will send you a mining Game Boy. Amazing! Oh man, that look at that sauce! All right, guys, this is Bitcoin Live. Drop your scores in the we, live we chat. Got some, we got some, and right we here. will and we will read them. Yeah, but I'm letting everybody else. They know. know I said it. Okay, you did. You did. Okay, <laughs> I said it today. Global nonsense. You remember? Oh, I'm so proud of Opti. Global nonsense. I give the memes a Cope 27 pen made with old McDonald's straw and plant-based ink. Next one by BTC Pins. I rate the memes Opti's Throbbing Lagarde. <laughs> if you guys don't know, Christine Lagarde is Opti's ex-girlfriend. Brandon, uh, I give the memes some titanium plates. Igor says, I give the memes an ASIC-powered home home and water heating system. Hodlcoin says, I give the memes the IMF, Bank of International Settlements, and United Nations soiled underwear after hearing about lightning. <laughs> Bitcoin for Canadians. I give the memes a high-powered protein shake with raw, extra raw eggs. Frank says I give the memes one bacon out of 24. Um, Planet Earth says I give the memes two bacon out of 24. And last score, hit the buzzer, Opti, red button. Last score by Kaboom Racks. I give the score my S19 running brains and heating my house. Oof. And I know that's true. I could verify that. All right, guys, that was that was the meme review score. Um, 
check out Simply Bitcoin's Telegram group. It's awesome. That's where you can link us Bitcoin memes to review. It's absolutely free. And shout out Darthcoin because we're, we're, we're figuring out how to do a live Telegram show every week. Very, very looking forward to it. Exclusively on Telegram. Go to www.t.me slash the Simply Bitcoin channel. Also check out the written version of this show. Shout out to our writers, Paul Rustin, Zach Weinekis. Check out www.simplybitcoin.news. It's also absolutely free. Anyways, Opti, we have a software release today. Let's check it out. Bitcoin software release. Brought to you by CypherSafe. Don't be that person that loses their Bitcoin seed due to fire damage, water damage, dog attacks. Back up your generational Bitcoin wealth on steel and there's no better place to do it than the cypher grid by cypher safe and now check out their new bitcoin art the bitcoin rulux triangle only on cyphersafe.io beautiful beautiful all right guys so today's software release is synonyms bitkit guys your ultimate bitcoin toolkit and uh it, it offers a bitcoin wallet that supports both on-chain and lightning transactions uh, this application runs a non-routing lightning node and it automatically onboards lightning users. There's a bunch of cool features for this, guys. If you are a developer, if you want to run your own slash tag, shouts out to all the people at Synonyms that are that are definitely thinking in the future and trying to create some awesome new projects. So definitely go check this one out and uh, let us know what you think about it. Also, check out the audio version of this show, Opti. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Guys, we are on Anchor. We are on Spotify. We are on Apple Podcasts, and I am pretty sure we are on every single podcasting app that you can find on the Internet. But we are also on the Fountain Valley for Value Economy. I, do, I tried to load up all the comments this morning, but my Fountain app was acting weird. So shouts out to you guys streaming us sad. Shouts out to the comments. I will get them back up as soon as possible, guys. We appreciate all the love and we appreciate your time. We will see you on Thursday in Santa Monica. Also, guys, check out representltd.com. They make styly, stylish merch, comfy merch. It's stylish, it's comfy. Opti's wearing the orange pill, trust no one merch. I'm wearing the, the basic represent clean white hoodie. It's one of my favorite. You'll, you guys will see me sporting off. You see me at the airport, I am wearing represent LTD. Guys, take advantage of the promo code simply-bitcoin to get a big discount on representltd.com. Also, want to give a very special shout out to our awesome guest, He's from Brains. Thank you for joining us today, Christian. Really appreciate it. Where can people find out more about you and where could people find out more about Brains? Well, it's a pleasure, guys, really. Um, just go and find us on Twitter or Telegram, actually. Uh, Brains, double I. So remember the double I's. And we it's not just about product releases, right? We, we love Bitcoin mining. That's all we can talk about. So from mining memes... Uh, to mining educational things uh, like uh, we do blog articles about how to uh, you know build um, a hot stop using uh, ASICs uh, heat or or going into really uh, deep uh, economics research about uh, uh, I don't know economics of intermittent energy sources mining etc. So really, if you are interested in anything related to Bitcoin mining. Uh, definitely check out Brains on Telegram or Twitter and remember the double eyes. Yeah, hold on, Nico. Yeah, I, I dropped the, the, their website and their Twitter in the description, guys, so I made it real easy for you guys. Yeah, go check out Brains, guys. Don't trust that factory software. 
Anyways, guys, that was our show. Thank you so much for joining us. Another episode of Simply Bitcoin. If you enjoyed the show, you know what to do. Smash that like button. Consider hitting that subscribe button if you feel like we provided value. The number one thing you could do to push this peaceful revolution forward is share this video. In fact, share all Bitcoin content. Wake up the NPCs. Give them that orange pill. Guys, like we said, we are not going to have a show until Thursday. Thursday, we're going to be doing a live show from the Pacific Bitcoin Conference. Next week, we're going to be back to normal. But if you guys still want your Simply Bitcoin fix, Opti is going to be uploading shorts, clips. And also, if you want, check out the news, wake up call. It's every morning our own Rustin, dro Rustin Watts drops the sauce. Anyways, guys, we love you all. We will see you on Thursday for another episode of Simply Bitcoin. Which one's the best crypto asset? Well, Bitcoin's the best crypto asset. Okay. What's the second best? There is no second best. <laughs>